Welcome to the Sacred Awakenings Podcast. We are a community that supports spiritual exploration in order to awaken our greatest potential. Our Sunday gatherings are a time we set aside for ritual and ceremony as a community to enrich our own spiritual lives with the support of other open-hearted people. We have taken excerpts from our Sunday talks from various spiritual leaders to put here to make it easier for listening and re-listening. Enjoy our talk. Greetings and welcome to Sacred Awakenings. I'm Reverend Nicole Losey, and I'm pleased to be here with you on this Labor Day weekend to present a podcast with a message titled, The Words We Live By. And in previous months, various speakers here at Sacred Awakenings have addressed words. We've talked about words as mantra, intention, validation, affirmation, and we've talked about the power of words and how we can impact our own lives, the lives of other people, and how our words have the power to impact and change vibration and bring about manifestation. It's really amazing topics. It's not where we're going today. (laughs) Today, we're talking about the wisdom of words, the words that we live by, the wisdom that we have within ourselves that we express, the words that come into our environment, the wisdom that comes into our environment through TV and movies and music and culture and friendships and just random conversations. I'm talking about things like proverbs and aphorisms and adages, those phrases that have those deep meanings that can symbolize wisdom and learning. And they're all a little different. And I just feel like I should maybe break that down just a little. We're not going into an English lesson, but Proverbs and adages and aphorisms are often used as synonyms. And while they're very, very close, and we can certainly do that, there is a little bit of a difference in them. And I'd like to just break that down and um, very briefly. Proverbs are that poetic, colorful language that has deep wisdom that challenges us to think. And we may hear Proverbs and they may be taken in different ways by different people based on their experiences, Um, but they usually have um, or they usually reflect a deeper understanding of something. And for an example, an African proverb would be a tree is known by its fruit. A tree is known by its fruit. And there are many, many different um, Proverbs, the Bible has an entire book of Proverbs, um, and some examples might be from just general society. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. People who live in glass houses should not throw stones. We understand when in Rome, do as the Romans do. You know, we, we need to stay ourselves, but at the same time, fit in with society and and really try to be part of where we are in that current environment. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. 
plan, think, contemplate. Um, those are just a couple of brief examples of proverbs. Colorful language, they point to a piece of wisdom, um, and it challenges us to go deeper into finding that. Then we have adages. Adages merely state truths. Uh, they may not have quite so much colorful, beautiful language. Many hands make light work. We understand as a community, we come together, we share responsibility. Many hands make light work. Really great understanding of something. The clothes make the man. A rolling stone gathers no moss. That would be an example of an adage. It's very similar to a proverb because it is colorful and it does go a little deeper. Um, you know, but it's merely a statement of an accepted truth. Many hands make light work. And I think we've all found that from time to time when we get together as a team and we work on a project together. We all come together and make the thing happen and we share in responsibilities and create this beautiful product in the end. I'm thinking of maybe in school or projects you might have in, you know, sacred awakenings or projects or things, events you might plan for your family or things like that. Um, that's an adage. And an aphorism is concise memorable language that's more direct. Actions speak louder than words. That's a great example of an aphorism. Actions speak louder than words. Says the same thing as the African proverb, a tree is known by its fruit. A tree is known by its fruit or Actions speak louder than words. They have the same meaning, the same wisdom, and it's presented in a different way. And that's the beauty of words. We can have amazing language and we can express our wisdom in so many different ways. It's limitless. And wisdom comes in so many forms. And today's message is the wisdom that we have and the wisdom from our own experiences, whether it's a proverb, an adage, or an aphorism, it doesn't really matter. It's the fact that we're qualified to have our own wisdom. And it's in our own language. Our wisdom is in our language using our images and it's really deeply meaningful for us. And we can express that wisdom in all kinds of ways. So we get this wisdom from experience and living and reflecting and contemplating and learning as we go. Some of the wisdom comes from our culture, our family, our family of origin, our family of choice. Um, it comes from the things we listen to on the radio or the movies we watch, the TV shows we watch, the books we read. Wisdom comes from that. But then as we integrate that learning into our own experiences, we might reframe the language into our own language. And 
There are so many ways that we can express that. And I just want to share a couple of things that are meaningful for me um, and invite you to look into yourself and see what your proverbs are, what your aphorisms aphorisms are, (laughs) and see what your adages are. And have that come from your own experience. Um, When I was in college, you're in this program and it takes a long time and a lot of effort to get a degree. And just like any big project that you take on, it's going to take years and lots of growth, a lot of challenging experiences, so incredibly rewarding, but it can get very tiring. Halfway through, it can get very tiring because you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. See, that's that's a piece of wisdom right there. The light at the end of the tunnel. We all know what we're talking about. It's a proverb, an adage. Um, Anyway, I don't want to analyze everything, but I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I just kept telling myself, just keep showing up, just keep showing up, just keep showing up. And that became a piece of wisdom for me that meant a lot. Just show up. (laughs) Hope you have the right books. If you don't, the person next to you may share. Just keep showing up. It means don't quit. It means whatever's going on, show up to it show up um, and be prepared as best as I could. And so I've passed that on to other people in the college arena, but also in the life arena. Sometimes just keep showing up means showing up to life, Um, especially when we're going through some difficult experiences or chaotic things and we're trying to find our grounding and we're trying to find where we are. Something as simple as just keep showing up. Don't worry about anything else. Your only goal is to show up. And that got me through college (laughs) and it was really helpful. Curled up in the fetal position with writer's block and really frustrated with papers or whatever I had to do. It would come out, just keep showing up. And that really took me in a lot of directions and I was able to pass that on. That was a piece of wisdom that came from my own experience of trying to get a degree in college. And I'm sure that you have all kinds of this wisdom yourself. We all do. Um, I would challenge all of us to write it down. (laughs) Um, It's universal. And that's the really cool thing about it. It's in our own language, but it is universal understanding and universal knowledge. And it's fascinating to me to be able to hear and see other people's understanding of the same truth that I have. But my language is more meaningful for me right now, or my language might be really meaningful for someone, but I might pick up a new piece of wisdom from someone else because their language resonates or their image resonates. Uh, when I was a kid, my my mom, who was the only child, probably at seven years old, who understood what half-assed meant. Go clean your room and don't do a half-assed job. We knew it was not a cuss word. We knew it was not anything negative. It just meant don't do a half job, do it completely. And when we have these little statements that really have that deep awareness of our, of our 
wisdom. It teaches us what we value. It teaches us how we want to live in the world. Don't do a half-assed job. To this day, if I'm going to do something, I'm doing it completely. And that's because that is an example that came from my youth. And it really stayed with me. And it was really powerful and helpful and taught me that if you're going to commit to do something, you commit to doing all of it completely, not halfway. I had to learn how to balance out maybe I would say a need for perfection as I got older because everything that wasn't finished was in my mind a half-assed job. So I had to balance that out and learn and and evolve and um, accept some new truths to that. And that's not the point of today's topic, but I just want to say that when they come, when this wisdom comes and we integrate that into our, our knowing Um, It doesn't mean that we don't have to soften it or adjust it a little bit as we grow and as we experience our own life. Um, Be still and know. That comes comes from a lot of different places. And, you know, that has a lot of deep wisdom, too. And that's one of those direct ones but yet it's colorful in that we can imagine, oh, be still. Everything just slows down. Be still and know. Be still and know. Where does that go for you? What wisdom comes up for you? What is your knowledge? What is your intuitive experience with that one? Here's one that you probably won't have any experience with because it comes from mine and it's silly, but I'm going to explain it. Um, There's always time to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Stay with me here. I know that it sounds a little silly to have that as a proverb or as um, an aphorism, but, or an adage, I should say, but that came about teaching yoga. So I have yoga classes that I teach. I teach chair yoga here at Sacred Awakenings in our member community, and I teach privately and and stuff like that. And over the years of teaching, I would have myself think, "Mm, I'm just going to wait to use the bathroom. I'll finish this and then I'll wait. And then as I'm waiting with whatever I'm trying to do, I'm uncomfortable and I can't think and I can't process everything properly. It isn't an appropriate yoga practice. And I would have clients who would say, class is getting ready to begin. And they would say, do I have a quick minute to go to the bathroom? And I would say, yeah, sure, go. There's always time to go to the bathroom. And it started to become this knowledge for me that, yes, There is always time to go to the bathroom. And here's what this means for me. We're in a culture that requires we put ourselves on the back burner much of the time. Okay. And sometimes it's going to be necessary that we hold off and wait to attend to our own needs from time to time because we need to serve or we need to finish something. Um, But we can't get in the habit of not putting ourselves as a primary focus. We can't mistreat ourselves 
if we think about relieving ourselves in the bathroom, and if we're in the habit of not taking proper care of our physical bodies, we can cause some damage to muscles and, and we can weaken um, the, the firing of the nerves and the connection between the mind and the nerves that tell us what our experience is in any given moment. So when I started saying, oh, yeah, there's always time to go to the bathroom and then we would wait, we wouldn't like call attention to the fact that we're waiting for someone to come back from the bathroom, but we would honor them. As a class, we would slowly start the class in a position or doing some breathing that would allow that person to come back in and slide right into the class um, seamlessly without feeling like they were called out in any kind of way. We created room for people to have proper self-care. And I started doing that for myself and I started really applying that, not the, I just, because I need to use the bathroom, but if I needed to go in and, um, grab something because I was, you know, walking out the door without it and I might need it. Oh yeah, sure. If I'm in a time crunch, there's always time to go to the bathroom. I just forgot my keys or I forgot my wallet or I needed to make a really quick phone call. The proverb, there's always time to use the bathroom, translated to self-care in the sense of this is a situation, whatever it might be, where self-care is more important. I need to honor myself for that. Um, and I need to create room for my environment to support me in that. And that's the other half of it. When we start to take proper self-care, um, this is what this statement means to me. When we start to take proper self-care, we create room and understanding for others to take proper self-care. And we respect that people have a need. I'm not going to expect someone to not use the bathroom if they need to use the bathroom. I'm happy to wait. Yeah, there's always time. I'll wait. I can stand over here and read my book or, you know, I can tune into my breath. I can center myself, whatever it is. It's okay. Um, that's a piece of wisdom that came from my experience that I needed to then learn and really settle into myself. And now it's words that I live by. And you'll hear me from time to time say that, oh yeah, there's always time to go to the bathroom. Go ahead and do what you need to do. It's all right. There's time. Because we're always so focused on time. We're always so focused on getting things done in this very specific order. And we, we need to do that. I'm not saying that, you know, there is no structure. There should not be any formal anything. I'm not saying that. And sometimes we do need to activate our muscles, soften our jaw and hold on for a little bit. Um, Whatever that might be, we need to wait in line. We need to, you know, allow someone to do something first. Um, we need to give room for other people to finish what they need to do, whatever it might be. Um, so that's that's some words of wisdom that came from my life that I have really applied in my life. And now I'm creating room in my environment around me for other people to develop that sense of self-care for themselves. And to me, these words and phrases and statements 
help us to be more tolerant, first and foremost, of ourselves, more accepting of ourselves and realizing that we're great and everything in life is okay doesn't mean that we don't struggle with random things or whatever. But just because we have to use the bathroom, we have to use the bathroom, right? Just because we have to remind ourselves to take a moment to be still and know or whatever the case is, we accept who we are. And when we do that through ourselves, we can impact our environment. And if we go through our life asking or hoping that the divine is like that with us, we need to be that for other people as well. So, As we go through life, we know our truths, we learn our truths, we take in the wisdom of the ages, we take in the wisdom of our sacred texts, we take in the wisdom of um, the information we pick up from our families, from our schools, our education, our our TV, and and just our culture. Um, When we take all that in, we have to learn to be true to who we are. And then being true to who we are, we start to hope, okay, wow, I realize how maybe I'm not perfect, quote unquote perfect. I'm not as I thought I might be or as I think everyone else should be um, or what life should be. So, ooh, I really hope God, the divine, the universe, soul, source, creation, creator, um, is tolerant and accepting of me. And when we start to think about that, this wisdom comes out for us to be able to do that and be that for others, because we are that wisdom. We are the hand of the divine in the world. And our vehicle is our communication. And a lot of times our communication is in the form of words. And those words that we speak to ourselves and the words we live by help us help others in their language and in their images and in the words they live by. And so I I ask you, what are the words you live by? Where do they come from? Do you have any fun phrases or statements that kind of are an inside joke or maybe from a very specific environment, like there's always time to use the bathroom. (laughs) I mean, it sounds kind of random and people are like, what? But then when you really reflect on what that means, it's, it is permission for me to take proper self care. And It is an opportunity for me to support other people in doing that for them. Do you have any things like that? Do you have any proverbs or aphorisms or adages that you like to live by or anything that's come from your experience? Because you have have that wisdom. You have that experience. You have that ability to go inward and to be still and to know. 
because that's where the knowledge comes from. That's where the wisdom comes from. It comes from within and then we share it and then it becomes a collective experience. Many hands make light work, including sharing wisdom and being wisdom, which is divine. I would love to hear what you have to say. If there's any way for you to go on Facebook, this will be on this podcast, will be on Facebook, it will be on YouTube. If there's any way for you to share any of the knowledge that you have, I would love to know this. Um, If you're a member of Sacred Awakenings and you're catching the podcast in the member community, make a comment in a topic or just in the general feed or in the feed of this podcast, share the words you live by. I'm genuinely interested. I really want to know. And um, I look forward to that. So make your notes in Facebook if you can on the YouTube channel, if you like, um, in our member network. What are the words you live by? Many, many blessings to you, friends. I hope you have a wonderful week. And we'll see you uh, next Sunday, which is the week after Labor Day weekend, for a live podcast again, or a live Sunday gathering, I should say. Thank you for your time in today's podcast. Many sacred awakenings. Thank you for finding us and tuning in to the message today please visit our website at sacredawakenings.org. May every day bring you sacred awakenings.